you're driving down the interstate. Look to your left. In that car beside you. Are they recording a podcast? Welcome to Interstate of Mind. Morning. Welcome. Howdy. To the Interstate of Mind, the only podcast that is recorded in a moving vehicle at the uh, speed limit on the interstate. Never faster. Only the speed limit, Your Your Honor. Um, so today I had a quick topic, um, that I wanted to talk about what would be more shocking or maybe more scary to you two that, okay, here's the truth, not maybe not the truth, but here's the topic. If it was discovered that the U S government actually killed JFK, papers come out, it's obvious that LBJ did it. Like, he is the fifth gunman. Because there's had to be more than one. Anyway, that's a joke. Or, okay, so scarier, the U.S. government kills JFK. Or, aliens actually exist. <laughs> what would be scary? What would be scary to you individually? Think about it. While you think about it, I'm going to sing this song. Well, give me a break. Give me a break. Break me up a piece of that. Okay, I fi- no, we can stop this. I figured it out. <laughs> I, I spit I, water all over myself. I, I, right, well, I was giving you some time. I wanted to give yeah, you guys time. I, listen. I, I sometimes I'll throw a topic at you guys, and then you and then you're like, well, I, I guess I'll just give the answer of you know. I uh, think John Mazalock. I don't know. I'm not sure. Yeah. All right. I think what would be scarier to me, although not more shocking would be that our own government would kill a sitting U.S. president. How about that? That is more shocking. I, I don't know that it's more shocking. Scarier. Nah, it's I guess scary. the question was scarier. Yeah. It's not more shocking, but it's scarier. Because the reason I say it's not more shocking, our government has done maybe not anything like minute. that. But oh, You look at the Gulf of Tonkin, you look at oh, some different things. Our what? government has been involved in some shady business. Our government? Yeah, our government. You're... And you're for those of you that are in the government listening to this, my name no. is Jack Alderman. No, it's not, Your Honor. My name... We were driving the speed limit, sir. My name is Scott Bryan. No, gosh. Wow. Okay, so you're saying... So we have one vote. We have one vote for JFK being killed by U.S. government. I, and LBJ, if you're still alive, I, I didn't mean to... You know, say that you did it, even though I'm sorry, but come on, pal. You can admit it now. If you're still alive, I, if Lyndon B. Johnson's still alive, he's a reptilian, and there's something else I, I, super shocking. That's our second topic of the day. Okay, so Scott, <clears throat> more shocking. We have one vote for JFK assassination, more shocking than aliens from another planet that can travel. I, I guess I didn't say they could travel here, did I? I should have said that they're living. That. I should have said that they're living among us. Would that be more scary? Like a Men in Black situation? Oh, they're here. It depends. They may be in this Mitsubishi uh, Diamante or whatever it's called. <laughs> as I pass by it, it's a Galant. Galant. A Galante. Galante. All right, Scott. Your thoughts. So, of those two scenarios of uh, 
of which I've given a whole lot of thought to, I would think that <laughs> the scariest thing, uh, gosh, I'd have to go with the government thing too. Wow. Like, I've got no control over aliens come here. I okay. Guess I don't have any control over the, the government wanting to end my life, but. Well, they don't want to end your life. You're not JFK. But I'm as handsome as Jeff. You are better looking. The women have a poll we ran on our website, uh, crazypolls.org, um, <laughs> said that you were the most handsome man in America. My wife was the only one who voted that. They, they also well, said... Well, no, no one goes to that website. They also <laughs> said that a key factor to you winning that award was that you're still alive. And the crazy is the crazy thing is that I, when, I, when I registered that site, I misspelled it instead of P-O-L-L-S... It's P-O-L-E-S. Oh. And so some really weird things happen on that site. So, anyway, crazypolls.org. <laughs> Go over there for all the polls. You can imagine. There's a... Uh, uh, Ian Summy can't. Yeah, there's a North Pole on there. There's some other polls I'm not going to talk about. There's some people from... They're Polish people, right? Aren't they polls as well? Anyway. So, check it out. Uh, so, I... See, my thought on it is that I, I think that literally, I mean, <clears throat> the... Have you guys seen any of that footage, the naval uh, gun camera stuff? Yeah. The Tic Tac UFO things that people are like, the government basically has said, we know these are not anything we of ours, we don't know what they are. That scares me a lot. Yeah. Yeah. But, I mean, I, I, I had a science teacher in high, in high school who we brought that up about, hey, what about aliens? You know, what if they were real? His response, and this is actually pretty smart, if they can come all the way here, this kind of goes along with what Scott was saying, uh, that he has no control over it. But he, his response was that if they can travel all the way across the galaxy to get here, we are doomed. We, we can't even get out of our... We can't even get past our moon with humans. And we haven't done that since 1974. So, anyway. So, check it out. Um, that's pretty good. Is, uh, is Bigfoot real? Is there a Bigfoot? Ooh, is there a Bigfoot? Is it possible that a... That a, a a bipedal uh, mammal, and it doesn't have to have intelligence, he's just not a monkey, uh, lives somewhere in the U.S., because Bigfoot would be U.S. <clears throat> Yeti would be what? Asia? Malaysia. In Malaysia. And then, um, anyway, what are our thoughts? Is it possible? In all the wilderness, in all the world? Yeah, I think it's possible. Um, you know, scientists discover new species all the time. Now, whether or not Bigfoot actually exists, I think is a different question. I like the idea that Bigfoot exists. I like the idea that there's still some mystery in this world and that there can be a creature that supposedly is so large and uh, domineering that we don't really have any good proof as to whether or not he exists. There are enough people out there who firmly believe that he does and that they have seen one to warrant some thought as to whether or not that's the case. My brother-in-law, Isaac, is actually a uh, former staunch Bigfoot believer. Former? Former. He now... Has gotten to the point where he feels like, in order for it to be proven, we must find a. We have to have a body. 
somebody's got to kill one, somebody's got to find okay. the body. Okay. You've got to be able to actually study and prove that that's the case. So, I, uh, Scott, thoughts on Bigfoot before I uh, start talking? So. Uh, my brother certainly thinks he does. But again, I'm one of those, I guess, people that's like, well, if it is, it is. And if that's true, okay. Up near Hannibal, Missouri, and I'm trying to think of the town. It's on the Mississippi River. There's a, uh, you guys can Google this. There's a Missouri monster called Momo. And allegedly that's a Bigfoot type character. Yeah, I believe the Missouri monster Momo can actually be found in Uranus. (laughs) Which is Uh, one place that NASA also hasn't studied. Yikes. So, um, golly. (laughs) Back to your brother-in-law Isaac. I I, I, uh, respect his opinion on things. Uh, He said that there's no body. Now, I've heard people talk and say maybe these Bigfoot are interdimensional creatures. And so even if they're, what they if die, they, they just disappear. What if they are the aliens? That's what I'm saying. I mean, there's a possibility okay. that they're like a Chewbacca-like okay. alien. Isaac was such a firm believer that the best work educationally I've <laughs> ever seen him do oh my God. was a report, a, a book report, an essay, a presentation, of so such, to speak, yes. on Sasquatch that he didn't even get a grade for. He was just allowed to do it by his history I'd teacher. I really like that. If he had earned a certain grade on a test. And he was extremely pumped about it. I like a good Bigfoot story. I think they're fun. I think sometimes they get in the weeds a little bit, no pun intended. But I uh, do like that. I like a good alien story. Did you guys watch Unsolved Mysteries growing up? Yep. With Robert Sack? Absolutely. And this is what we believed occurred because there was no witnesses. And so they would be like... Well, I think what happened, and then they would have someone talk about how, you know, some old lady ghost was sitting at the foot of my bed, and then the old lady was standing at the foot of my bed, and I was very scared, but she said, don't worry, President Lincoln was shot today, and then disappeared. Okay. Cool. Anyway. Right after Rescue 911. I love that stuff, so. uh, I love Rescue Out of limits after that. So. Uh, switching topics. I wanted to talk about this, and this will be a running uh, theme. Greatest inventions ever. Oh, I want to compare two inventions. Okay. Uh, the first one uh, debuted, ex- not exclusively, but universally, in a larger amount. There were some before, but in 1984, fuel electronic fuel injection debuted universally across all the major uh, brands in America on cars. If you've ever tried to start a vehicle that does not have electronic fuel injection or EFI and what used to be the little metal uh, little insignia on the side of a car uh, it is a pain. If you guys ever tried to start a car that does not have fuel injection I'm, you just go and it starts up. I've never been alive long enough to see a car that works any other way. You turn it on you have to crank the gas it's like the Gator like, except the Gator when it's cold. Imagine the right. Gator when it's cold. But the Gator even has electronic fuel injection. But before that, there were a lot of vehicles that did not have electronic fuel injection. Now, some did. And if you're listening, the millions of listeners, you're going to say, well, yes, Jack, there was much. There were, but 84 was kind of the big year where they really rolled it out. They trusted the technology. That's a great invention. Because the idea of a cold morning where there's not just electronic fuel shot, sprayed into a motor, an engine if you will, 
you have to force it in there with your foot. Whoa, 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 whoa. Remember in a horror movie when you're being chased by a ghost or something or an alien and then you get in the car and it won't start? That's where that comes from. Because in modern times, no one's dying in those movies because they just go, wah, 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 and they take off. Back then, you had to pump it like a Model T or something. Pretty good invention. I would say so myself. Is that invention better than this invention? Toilet paper. The chicken oh. nugget. Oh, the chicken nugget. So let's think about the chicken nugget and all the things. The McNugget is a huge uh, boon, boom, boom, for, uh, who's boon? Boom, boon Middleton. Boom for, what? Uh, boom for McDonald's. But the chicken nugget in general is being sold and shaped into dinosaurs. And, it, you know, little kids love it. You know, nuggets in general. Chinese restaurants just use those sometimes for their Chinese food. Why not? Who cares? All the vermicidae. Americans don't know. They don't know anything. Anyway, so what are our thoughts? Electronic fuel injection on a car that starts on a cold morning. Is that a better invention than chicken nuggets? What do you think, Scott? I th- it doesn't matter what oh. you think. Whoa. Chicken nuggets by far. <laughs> there is no greater invention than the chicken nuggets. What? Wow. You get to call it whatever you want. You can call it nugs. Nuggets. <laughs> Anybody got some nugs? Hey, if you have little kids, you know that nuggets? nuggets are top of the line. Listen, they come in so many shapes, so many sizes. You can get stars. You can get smiley faces. You want dinosaurs? And those, that's all chicken. We chi- got dinosaurs. And that's all chicken. It's real ground up yeah. in a blender chicken. <laughs> Flavored with some chicken powder. But our new sponsor, Express 2000. That's right, not 3000. The year 2000. We're going back in time. Remember Jumbo Wumba? We hauled their stage equipment for that one tour they went on that one time. Express 2000 for all your transport needs. Now back to the show. Um, you know the best thing they transport? Chicken nuggets. <laughs> Express 2000. Yeah, but here's the deal. If Express 2000 didn't have the the uh, engine thing we were talking about, they could haul your chicken nuggets. Electronic fuel injection. Now, that that truck can still start. Come on, 18 wheelers. 18 wheelers. Uh, 18 wheels and a dozen roses. Thank you, Kathy. Kathy Matea. Five more miles. Kathy Matea. Yes. Um. Diesels used to plug in. They were the kind of the first ones that sort of uh, rendered electronic fuel injection a little bit because of how cold they get. And diesel is so, uh, you know, it's uh, tricky. It's tricky. Tricky, 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 tricky. Um, oh, here, here's the old people on the ditchers. Oh, commercial. look at that. They, they could be having coffee. They could be a coffee that shop. that beautiful bean footage. They could be. That's actually from, an, that's in, from a Hallmark movie. But you know what I'm saying? Like, it's a ditchers uh, billboard. It's two old people on a billboard holding coffee cups, sitting at a table, and it's a commercial for dentures. I can still, I can still drink dentures. But it's stock footage, Wait, and it, it's it's a stock picture, and it could be a seniors' dating site. It could be, um, it could be anything. It could be an internet it could provider. Be chicken nuggets. It could be a coffee shop in, in your hometown. It could be chicken nuggets. Okay, so we, we went off the off the rate. So Scott. Yes. You're going EFI. Yes. Electronic fuel injection. Because you, you need that to get to the chicken nuggets. Wrong! Okay, I, I've got to say chicken this. Chicken nuggets will find you. Okay, so before chicken nuggets, <laughs> I, I, before mass-produced chicken nuggets, I remember places back home, back in the hills, 
uh, that would roll out like chicken gizzards. The original chicken nugget. Chicken gizzards. Have you ever had a gizzard in your mouth? Uh, Paul? Yeah, actually I have. Scott had a thumbs up. Scott, you've had chicken gizzards? Hillbilly chicken nuggets, man. Uh, they are hillbilly chicken chicken nuggets. Chicken gizzards. Uh, gizzards. We're opening a new restaurant. Gizzards. That's all it's called. It's called gizzards. And uh, we have a, a celebrity uh, to talk to you today about it. He's back. Bert Boylevin, you're back. Well, after my lettuce uh, restaurant, lettuce serve you went under because of the pandemic. Yes, not because of the bad quality. Go ahead. I have decided to try again with yet another product that all of America loves, especially those who live in hills and are named Billy. So we have started back in my country of Dutchland. I mean, the Dutch. Anyway, I throw a heck of a curveball, and you'll like my curveballs when we serve you gizzards. That's right. Gizzards are here to stay. It's the part of the chicken that no one wanted. But now, you also can eat gizzards. Put them in your gullet today. Bert Boylevin, tell us one more thing about gizzards. Just like my Major League career, where I had 287 wins, falling just short of uh, the magical 300 wins, these gizzards do not fall short of taste deliciousness. It, pop them in your mouth, and you will be so happy. You've never lived until you've popped a gizzard in your mouth. Beware of some gizzards, because they may have stones, because that's what happens. The chicken puts a stone in their mouth, and then puts it down into their gizzard, and then it chews up the food so they can easily eat more grain all day, fattening the chicken up. Gizzards, try them today. America's original chicken nugget. We hate you, chicken nuggets, because we're gizzards. All right, that's our new sponsor, Gizzards. Uh, you guys have anything else before we sign off? Can I introduce the topic? It'll be quick. I love quick it. Topic. Let's go. It is the time of year. Just I... fighting until Mr. Uh, until Phil Lewis calls. Yeah, me. Lewis, don't he always call does. Us. Go ahead. Don't call us. He calls and then the, uh, the recorder so shuts off. The question is, what is your favorite Thanksgiving food? Okay. What's your favorite Thanksgiving food? Oh. I'll let you have a dessert, but I want a main course as well. What uh, what is a main course item? That is your absolute favorite when it comes to Thanksgiving. Well, uh, now when you say main course, you're also talking about the sides that we all yeah, have. Yeah, sides. Okay. I'm saying things that are not a dessert. This is going to maybe blow some people's minds. I don't like a wet dressing. I don't like it. And some people are like, oh, I made my homemade dressing. You should try a big scoop of it out of it's the pan. It's moist. Blech. I hate it. <laughs> moist. Blech. Wet. Blech. Dressing. Blech. I love the driest stovetop stuffing mm. you can make. Sometimes they're in the middle of the year, I will just make some stovetop stuffing because I want it to be this this dry, it's like a NPR podcast, dry, just <laughs> gross and dry. You know what I'm saying? Like you get done and you're like, did I just eat some chalk? But anyway, dry dressing. Dry Try dressing. it today. Alright. Scotty Too Hottie, what about you, my man? Well, um, I go way back to the childhood back in the sticks, and my grandma made these uh, egg noodles that were uh, deliciousness. And uh, that's my favorite. Haven't had them in a while. But uh, if stuff I can go currently now, uh, I'm going to go with. um, I think I'm going to go with some green bean casserole. You son of a. 
Is it grandma's recipe? Every time I let you go first. Hey, by the way, also, Miles Gaskin, Leonard Fournette, and every other player I drafted before you this year. I freaking hate your gut, Scott. <laughs> I hope you choke on green bean casserole this Thursday. Grandma's recipe. Well, Paul, uh, what's your favorite? Brussels sprouts. <laughs> Dude, you got to... False. Not, you know why I picked the topic? I love... I know the take I'm going to have. And then I, I love... No, I know my take. It's just... Old Scotty back they here go first. decides to copy my life. I it's because he loves you. Love a thick and creamy <laughs> and crunchy <laughs> stuffing. No, I'm just kidding. Green bean casserole. <laughs> I think personally that Thanksgiving is not complete without green bean casserole. Grandma's yeah. ready. I mean, and it's got to be right. It can't be overly watery. Yeah. It can't be lukewarm. Yes. The fried onions on top can't be stale. They've got to have a crunch. But a perfect green bean casserole makes it Thanksgiving, if you ask me. Now, if I have to choose a second, I'll choose one because Scott chose the first. And that's okay, Scott. No one hates you, I guess. I would go with a delicious mashed potatoes and gravy. Good. I think that I mashed so potatoes afraid. and gravy, you know, I, I, I'll tell you, I'll tell you what comes out on uh, Thanksgiving every year that I don't see a lot of other times. Oh, God, that I hate so much. There's a lot of factual Thanksgiving food that I just hate, guys. I hate, and this isn't it, but I hate cranberry sauce. I, like, um, things that are mayonnaise-based. If you've listened to this, especially the <laughs> I hate mayonnaise. I'm telling you guys, uh, I, I I get choked up even think about these. Deviled eggs. Oh, what? My God. Oh. Uh, I'm not it's a like, deviled egg person. It's like this. Like, it's when I see a deviled egg, all I think about is a past life that I probably lived in, where someone ate a deviled egg, one hour later farted, and then I died <laughs> of, uh, COVID. Uh, of, of, of COVID. <laughs> I died of uh, of just uh, just choking to death, like methane poisoning, just like Greta Thunberg's always talking about <laughs> methane poisoning on Earth. Just egg-based salmonella. Poisoning. Oh my God. Uh, gosh, it grosses me out to think about someone jamming one of those dang things down their gullet. Next, we'd like to welcome to the show Russell Ellis. This segment brought to you by the Triple Option Offense. The Triple Option Offense, available in your local grocer's freezer. Try it today. Side effects include running up the middle, and then eventually pulling it and pitching it. But eventually, everyone will be yelling from the sideline, stop running up the middle, stop running up the middle. That's right, triple option offense, available in your local grocer's freezer today. Um, Russell Ellis, how are you? Welcome to the show. Hey, what's going on? Long oh, time much. Long time listener. First time calling in though. Yeah, well, welcome to the show. Uh, we're we're talking about a few things, but we want to talk about this uh, very prioritized here. Paul brought up the topic, um, Thanksgiving uh, favorite things to, to eat, right? Uh, so what's your favorite thing at the meal? Uh, so my very two things. It has to be a sweet honey ham, though. Like, you have to oh. apply the extra sugar on top. Uh, obviously, Bob. Yeah, really good. But my second favorite thing, uh, my grandmother 
bake sweet potatoes and put marshmallows on top. Oh, and wow. Bake, bake them into the potatoes. And let me tell you, they were some sweet potatoes. <laughs> Ooh, my gosh, fun. I do, I do enjoy the stuffing. Um, do you like a wet stuffing or a moist stuffing? Is it homemade or is it out of the box? So I'll take it either way. Uh, I'm not real particular on the stuffing. Yeah, uh, I, I do enjoy a good homemade stuffing, but uh, the box is good for me. I really enjoy stuffing, uh, to be quite honest. Yeah, I, I, um, when it's good, it's good. When it's bad, it's grandma going, what, you didn't like it? Well, well grandma, it, it literally, it literally crawled out the door. Well, here's the deal. Uh, it, even if it's bad, uh, the answer is just more gravy. Um, that's what you do. You add more gravy, um, and then everything goes down to the gullet. It's all good. What's a family tradition you guys do at your Thanksgiving? You, are you going to Arkansas? Are we going uh, to uh, Wifey Town, USA, where you live already? So, so typically, uh, we would go back to Arkansas and be meet at my grandfather's. And usually we meet there and we'll go out and um, let the kids play and see everyone. Well, um, I want you to have a great Thanksgiving. We're so glad you came on. Uh, one other question we had earlier. Is Bigfoot real? Oh, he may be off of the Express 2000 uh, party line. Are you there? Bigfoot got him. Bigfoot got him. I would say a Yeti is... Hey, man, it's me, Coach Ellis. I love Bigfoot. Bigfoot is definitely real. Uh, my Uncle Bob saw Bigfoot once. Looks like Bigfoot. Bigfoot. He's Bigfoot. All right. Well, Coach Ellis, we'll see you in a few minutes. See you soon. Reach for the stars. Follow your dreams. And remember, pizza, it's what's for dinner.